Hello, and welcome to the Pisces Perspective podcast. Um, today, our episode is all about our lunar eclipse in Scorpio happening um, May 15th or May 16th, kind of depending on what time zone you're in. And this is definitely looking like a far more potent or dramatic eclipse than the solar eclipse that we had in Taurus two weeks ago, which was actually, I thought, quite a lovely um, eclipse. But this lunar eclipse in Scorpio has some very strong themes going on, which we are going to dive into and talk about um, very, very shortly. Uh, updates before we get started. I don't really have any major updates, but um, I did have a lovely time in Collingwood. I was dog sitting um, for a friend and she has this beautiful home. And I didn't actually realize it was a five minute walk to the beach uh, from her house. So I literally have spent, I spent nine days in a row. I walked to the beach every day and spent time there. And that was so nourishing and refreshing. And um, I really, really enjoyed my time up there. We are in Mercury retrograde period now, uh, officially, although we've, I definitely was feeling that pre-shadow, uh, quite heavily. I think lots of people were like, I've just heard of so many quirky, weird, techie, like mishaps from people the past few weeks. Um, it's been very amusing (laughs) for sure. Um, and the funny, a funny thing I noticed is, so my nephew Onyx is a Virgo rising. So of course he is a Mercury ruled child. He also has his natal Mercury in the sign of Gemini. And since the day that Mercury stationed retrograde, he has been having a time. He is, she just turned one a few days ago. And he's been so frustrated. He's been having little tantrums, which is like completely unlike him. Uh, and my sister was going, we were talking and she's like, I don't know what got into him. And I was like, oh, what day did it start? 100% Mercury retrograde, um, Mercury ruled people. If you are a Virgo or Gemini rising sign, of course, you are going to feel this uh, very prominently, uh, more so than the rest of us. Although this one, we definitely are all feeling on some level. Now, there's a lot of energy flying around this week. Um, You know, we are right in the middle of eclipse season. We had our solar eclipse in Taurus two weeks ago, although, again, that wasn't nearly as dramatic as this one is going to be. Uh, But eclipse season is still eclipse season nonetheless. And we also were in Mercury retrograde pre-shadow. Now we are officially in Mercury retrograde in Gemini. Now, if you want insight into where this Mercury retrograde in Gemini is going to be happening for you specifically, so what area of life is this energy going to be cropping up in for you personally the most, take a look at your birth chart. What uh, house do you have ruled by Gemini? That is the area of life that this is going to be touching for you. For me, it is my 12th house. And I definitely um, have been having very vivid, very wacky, um, dynamic kind of intense dreams since Mercury has stationed retrograde the past few evenings. It's like my mind has been very active while I've been asleep. And of course, the 12th uh, the 12th house on the Zodiac Wheel is the house of spirituality and dreams. I've also had some really 
beautiful experiences while meditating um, that I've never, never had before. I've never had a, I guess you would say a deity show up in a meditation. And that happened for me um, for the first time last week. And yeah, that was just super cool. Maybe something I'll do an episode about uh, in the future. But yeah, for me in my 12th house, I've definitely felt this um, in in those 12th house subjects, this retrograde. Also, just the pure technological difficulties <laughs> that um, have been experiencing, uh, I've been experiencing personally, and just people around me, like, double check your messages, double check your appointments, <laughs> you know, your diary. It's really, really easy to get your wires crossed right now. We also had Jupiter move from the sign of Pisces into Aries, where he will be for over the entire summer and into the fall. And I definitely felt this shift um, of expansive energy uh, very prominently. Jupiter is not unhappy in Aries. I like Jupiter in Aries. You know, we've come out of this beautiful Jupiter in Pisces transit where Jupiter's so at home in the sign of Pisces. We've been, you know, really dreaming and envisioning and, and with Jupiter in Aries, there's more of a, okay, active. Let's, let's get things started. Let's actually go after these things we've been thinking about. I want to expand in those areas. And for me, this has been happening over my 10th house. I personally really felt the shift and I really just, I made a post about it on Instagram the other day. I just really want you to seize the opportunity here with Jupiter and Aries. If there's one thing I can tell you about it, during this time is be the pioneer in the destination for your life and everything will happen for you. Okay, but on to the main event, which is our total. So this is a total lunar eclipse in 25 degrees of Scorpio. So as I've mentioned several times so far, this is definitely a more intense eclipse than the solar eclipse we had two weeks ago in Taurus. This is, this is strong. This is emotional. Um, This total eclipse is very close by degree to our nodal axis. Uh, So we're going to feel the ramification of this eclipse one to two days before and one to two days prior. So some of this energy you might quite literally, you know, tomorrow already start picking up on you already might be feeling. Now, of course, you can take a look at where 25 degrees of Scorpio lies within your personal birth chart for further insight into exactly where this energy is going to be pinpointed for you. Or if you do have any planets uh, in Scorpio close to that, uh, that 25 degrees, definitely equally prominent. Now, First and foremost, I always like to remind people eclipses are breaking patterns. They are pattern breaking. Eclipses, if you really kind of, if you're looking at a very spiritual meaning of them, they activate our soul contract. So they they work as triggers to bring forward necessary events in our lives. And when we have one that is in such a a deep water sign such as Scorpio and so close to the south node in Scorpio as well. This is like a a double emotional whammy. This is 
really about surrendering and releasing into into nothingness, but in that nothingness, creating such space for new things to grow. This is, or it may feel for you like a real sudden time to process some emotion and perhaps emotion you didn't know you were carrying, perhaps emotion that was buried very, very deeply, that was, you know, very perhaps traumatic emotion for you or you know, Scorpio as a sign is about vulnerability. It, it's so paradoxical and so beautiful, in my opinion. It is about vulnerability and strength. It is about power and control and obsession and intimacy um, and truth. You know, Scorpio, I associate Scorpio with um, the saying, truth will out. I am a Placida system son in the eighth house. I have a tattoo on my foot saying, and the truth will set you free, for example. And that's something that Scorpio really values is honesty. Without honesty, you can't have true intimacy, which is what Scorpio really desires. Without honesty with yourself, you can't lead a, a, you can't have intimacy with your own life. And Scorpio is very much of the mindset, Scorpio energy, in my opinion, is the only way out is through. So Scorpio can be very confrontational. Confrontation is a tool to Scorpio. It's it's a way out. It's a way, th- well, not even out. It's a way through. It's a way towards a resolution. Scorpio is also, of course, very well known for being all about rebirth and life and death and transformation. It is the phoenix rising from the ashes, burning something away so new growth can occur. And because of that, this eclipse, this eclipse, of course, being a lunar eclipse, which is a full moon eclipse, and those are all about release. We are not drawing in with full moons. We are letting go. We are pushing away. We are clearing out. So this is very much with this lunar eclipse in Scorpio, a purge and purify mindset within our lives, but particularly around our emotions. So this eclipse may trigger for you a sudden confrontation or awareness or evaluation of what in your life is not nourishing you. Um, Again, especially in the emotional realm, what is draining you? What is depleting you? These might be things that almost feel like they come out of the blue, but really they've been just been buried for a very long time. This is very much about pulling things up from the deep. Scorpio, of course, being such a, a deep water sign. Scorpio is a fixed sign, so it really holds on to things. Is there anything that you have been emotionally gripping onto very tightly, holding on to perhaps kind of repeatedly torturing yourself with that emotion, you know, even unconsciously kind of torturing yourself with that emotion, emotional burden, revisiting it all the time or just consistently carrying it? Are you carrying somebody else's burdens? Is that draining you? Is that pulling from you? Um, 
what in your life is out of your integrity right now? Like that drains on us as well. If we are not living according to what we, like our morals, and our morals completely vary, everybody has their own set, you know, live and let live. I don't mean it in a, um, I don't know, whatever kind of way. But when you're not living in accordance to your morals, you can feel super disconnected uh, from your intuition, from your emotions, Start stuff starts to get a bit messy. We start to lean into avoidance or denial or just plain being uncomfortable, you know, not really knowing what to do. And that's not a nice feeling either. So a closer examination of that may come up for you. This These themes may crop up, it's possible, around your intimate relationships. And by intimate relationships, I, you will know instinctively what relationships or friend, you know, have intimacy for you and which ones don't. And intimacy can be like, it's not just physical intimacy. There's emotional intimacy. Intimacy comes hand in hand with honesty. So there may be that theme around relationships happening for you. However, this may be manifesting, the theme is really, or the idea is you, you really want to connect to release. Okay. We're not connecting to relive the pain. We're not connecting for any other reason to heal and release. We don't want like things that you just don't want to, to carry anymore. And that will be hard, but it will feel good. Okay. It's one of those things. Very, very hard to let go. Very, very hard to see the truth sometimes. Very, very hard to be vulnerable. Very, very hard to be intimate. But once that bag is put down or that energy is released, you immediately feel lighter. You immediately feel better. And that's because you are getting back into alignment. Now, be very aware. Again, Strong emotional reactions. There's a big potential for that with this eclipse. So part of that is because we do have Mars conjunct Neptune, both in Pisces right now. So that is just amplifying this, this water energy. And Mars, of course, represents our physical bodies, our anger, our aggression, our confrontation, our drive and desire nature. Neptune is illusions and spiritualism, but also fantasies can be very foggy, very confusing. So on top of all this, how we around how to take action, we may be feeling a bit muddled or confused, Um, maybe feeling like there's a whole extra layer of emotion we have to sort through, or like big, strong emotions like tidal waves that kind of render you paralyzed. Like you see it, you're like, Oh, I don't know what to do with this. Um, This can also perhaps where a full moons are traditionally a time of higher physical energy. With Neptune right up against Mars, you actually may be feeling more lethargic physically uh, through this eclipse. It it can be wherever it's touching in your chart, it's gonna feel very zapping. Okay, so it's, it's like, wham. (laughs) And so I encourage you to retreat if you need time for retreat. Because we're focusing on what is not nourishing us in our lives. It is a great time to very 
uh, conscientiously or intentionally is the word I'm looking for, nourish ourselves. So whether that be taking a walk by yourself, um, whatever makes you like, for me, it's playing with my seedlings, getting out in the garden, like whatever makes you feel nurtured and calm, lean into that in, in order to deal with these big emotions. Of course, we also have the sun and moon both making a square to Saturn. So another theme that is probably going to be very strong collectively is boundaries. Where are people unfairly taking from you? Again, we're focusing on what we want to release, not what we want to draw in. So where do the boundaries lie around your relationship? Saturn relationship. Saturn is the planet of restrictions and boundaries. Um, and this might just the whole overall feeling I feel almost like swampier, like you don't really know where to step next. And, uh, you know, of course, on top of that, we have our Mercury retrograde, which is making it challenging and making communication harder and, and more confusing. So None of this, of course, is to scare you. Like I said, this is all about connecting to release. These are exciting things. Like when I see Scorpio, themes of Scorpio, I get excited. Now, of course, that's reflective of my chart for sure. But it it's so powerful. And within that lies so much opportunity, uh, especially for healing and moving towards emotional health, emotion, you know, being aligned, your emotions being aligned with your life properly. So pay attention to what comes up for you through this eclipse. And of course, eclipses trigger events. So it might not necessarily like an event might not happen, bam, right on the 16th. But something around that time could very much get triggered, get put into motion um, with themes you're going to be dealing with for the rest of the year. Because Our next lunar eclipse is on November 8th, and that's going to be in Taurus. And so eclipses are like themes when we go through a series where they crop up in our personal birth chart. And so things that get set into motion now with towards the end of the year, then with our next lunar eclipse, you might see them coming to like fruition, or you might see like results from things that were put into play now. So it's great to pay attention to Again, just feel your feels (laughs) this weekend. Try not to let them get out of control. If you are trying to communicate them, choose your words carefully. Again, we are in Mercury retrograde. Um, And if you feel you can't do that, retreat. Nourish yourself. But don't try to block whatever may be coming up for you. Don't try to bury it back down really focus on connecting to release. And that's all I really had prepared uh, for today for you. Um, It is a gorgeous, gorgeous day outside here. Like we've got summer temperatures. Listen, if you're Canadian, you know, like our summer is short and I I am a Leo moon in the first house (laughs) and moon ruled. I worship the sun. Um, So I'm definitely 
going to try and finish my work in time today to get outside uh, and really soak up some of those rays. And I hope it feels like the sun is shining on you where you are. Um, books that I'm reading. Oh, I actually picked up ice. Okay, I scored big, you guys. So I was in a secondhand bookstore in Alora. And God bless my partner. He knows every time we pass a bookstore. Um, he just suggests at this point that we go in because he knows that I want to. And I'm really glad he suggested yesterday. Because when I was browsing, uh, this title of this book caught my eye. It's called Born Free. And the reason it caught my eye is when I was a kid, my favorite, favorite movie was this movie. It wasn't even a kid's movie. <laughs> but I mean, it was a bit like PG. So I was allowed to watch it. Um, based on a true story about this couple that lived uh, close to Nairobi in Africa in the 60s. And they ended up adopting, like kind of inheriting three lion cubs. And they raised them. And they ended up rehoming two uh, of the lions, but they kept the youngest, Elsa. And the whole movie was about... uh this domestic lion. And it, it, it's a true story. It's absolutely unbelievable. And then they actually trained her and very hard task to do like climatized her back to go into the wild, um, which is very hard to do with <laughs> a completely domestic animal. And that's what the movie's about. I adored it. Like I adored it. I had no idea it was a book until yesterday. And I saw the book title and I thought, oh my God, is that like the same thing? And it was. So Joy Adamson is the author and she's the main character uh, in the movie. Like it's a true, all based on this true story. But I couldn't wait to dive into this. Um, first and foremost for the nostalgia, but then I, I actually started it last night and I read a good chunk of it. And like, what an interesting, um, what an interesting story. Just even the fact that she was living, you know, in this area in the 60s, like coming into contact with all these different kinds of wild animals. Like she has such a connection with animals. Um, I'm just so stoked <laughs> that I got this book and I am so enjoying reading it. I'll probably talk about it again when I finish, uh, but I just was super excited about it. So I wanted to talk about it today. If you feel so inclined, I always forget to ask for this, which like I said, I'm not the best podcaster, <laughs> but um, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to throw it five stars or leave a review, I would so appreciate it. They do go a very long way. And I will read your review on an episode. If you have any questions you want me to answer on the podcast or any subjects that you'd like me to perhaps cover on an episode, please email me. Uh, my email is in the show notes below. And if you are looking to book a service with Amber Energy Services, I provide astrology readings, tarot readings. Shortly, I will be providing courses, learn astrology courses, shadow work courses, um, and perhaps some life co coaching, <laughs> pardon me, packages. Uh, you can take a look at my services at amberenergy.com or sorry, wow, amberenergyservices.com. I am not even quoting my own website properly. <laughs> 
amberenergyservices.com. There's a list of all my services. If you care to book, you can do that through the website or again, via my email in the show notes. I will be going on maternity leave in August. So if you are looking to get any type of service for probably this year, although, although I will... I'd like to think I could come back to work in a few months, but that is yet to be determined. Make sure you book before then. Uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you really are gentle with yourself and let yourself feel what you need to through this lunar eclipse in Scorpio and and just be trust the healing that can take place when you do that. All my blessings. Thank you so much.